Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 and radiant day with srn news i'm rich thomason in washington with the Mueller report about to be released attorney general barr says a special counsel's russia probe leaves no doubt that moscow tried to interfere in the 2016 u.s election but thanks to the special counsel's thorough investigation we now know that the Russian operatives who perpetrated these schemes did not have the cooperation of President Trump or the Trump campaign, or the knowing assistance of any other American, for that matter. He says the White House cooperated fully with the special counsel's investigators, and Barr says the evidence does not support obstruction of justice allegations. A booming job market means a number of Americans filing for unemployment has now fallen to the lowest level since November 1969. On Wall Street, the Dow up 110 points, and this is SRN News. True or false, you can grow closer to your spouse through disagreements. It's true, and on May 17th, Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley are coming to the Twin Cities to show us how it's possible. Wellness 1570 is supporting the power of healthy conflict. It's an evening of practical strategies to achieve greater intimacy in your marriage. Tickets are only $25 per couple, so reserve your seats today at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com slash marriage. Wellness 1570 is available on your smartphone. Download our mobile app. It's free, available at your device's app store. Share us with uh, friends who don't live here, don't have access to all the great programming, like Like It Matters Radio, with, which is coming up next here on Wellness 1570. Humbly Michaels in the Evil Wellness Studios. We'll see clouds, a scattered shower early, otherwise becoming partly cloudy tonight with a low near 34. Tomorrow, going to be nice, sunshine and 60. What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 360 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. 
Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. Uh, and boy, you got me in uh, in the mood. Uh, you know, I start class tonight uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth with Team 199 and uh, get stirred up. You know, I was talking to the producer before the show started, and he said, uh, so how you doing? I said, well, I'm I'm stirred up uh, right before class, the day of class, and we start tonight at 5 o'clock. Uh, I get stirred up. I get anxious. I get nervous. I get, uh, I just know it's going to be a lot of work. I won't sleep much uh, for uh, some of the class. We'll have some people not like me at all for uh, beginning class. Many will wonder what I'm doing and feel like they're being attacked and you know, I got to deal through all that and go till 2, 3 in the morning sometimes and then get back up at 6 and deal with a, an aged body that's 53 years old and a, uh, a tired heart and uh, an overwhelmed mind, just like every single other human being. But the difference is I won't accept good enough for the next two and a half days from myself, from my staff or for anybody else in that classroom. And so today I want to talk about this thing called good enough. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough. You know, if you listen to people long enough, you'll actually hear what people are saying. You might want to play that back in your head and you'll chuckle a little bit. If you listen to people long enough, you might actually start hearing what people are saying. And a lot of people uh, are, 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 are okay settling for good enough. You know, good enough to get by. Uh, good enough for government work, we've heard that one, uh, good enough for tenure, uh, good enough that our spouse doesn't walk out the door and leave a note on the door, 
G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough. And my question is always good enough for who? For what time? Because I really believe, ladies and gentlemen, that that our families uh, and those people that we share our lives with deserve more. I believe that our our kids deserve better than good enough from us. Uh, I believe that our spouses deserve better than good enough from us. Uh, I believe that this country needs better than good enough from us. I believe that God calls us to more than good enough. And yet so many people, that is their standard. That is their, uh, their market, their target, if you will, that they're working for good enough. And what so many people are doing is comparing themselves to other things. And that's what we got to figure out. Because if you think about words, and I love words. My uh, wife teases me a lot because I claim to be a lot of things that uh, I guess I'm not. Uh, I, I, I'm an etymologist. I like to study words, and I joke around a little bit. I'm not entomologist. I'm not studying bugs. I don't like bugs. But I am an etymologist. Uh, we were talking the other day about a horticulturalist, and I said, oh, I'm a horticulturist. In other words, I know plants. I love plants. And she started laughing at me. She goes, what other are you? What other scientists are you? I'm not any of that stuff. I don't have formal degrees, but I love to study. And, uh, you know, my wife will tell you, probably she sees my low points, my worst parts. And, uh, you know, I think uh, we have our, our spouse in our life to hold us to account, uh, to keep our egos from getting out of check, and to, uh, to keep us humble. Uh, and, uh, boy, uh, she does that for me because when I start thinking I'm all that, uh, she reminds me that I'm not all that. And so I don't want to be good enough. I don't want to be better than the guy next to me in the cubicle. I don't want to just be better uh, than the, the other guy that came before me or the one that comes after me. I want to be the best version of me. And so this weekend, as we start class, there's going to be a battle going on. There's going to be a battle. And a lot of people will think they're battling me, but they're not really battling me, but they don't really know that it's uncomfortable, it's fearful. But I'm not the enemy. I'm not the one they're battling. What they're actually battling is this whole concept of good enough. And once you understand what's going on, then you can deal with it. Because a lot of times in life, we're fighting battles that aren't even going on. There's another battle going on, but we're so clueless to what's going on. We're so innocuous to to some of the stuff that's going on around us that we actually miss what's really going on. And so there will be battles this weekend. But the battles were not between uh, a student and myself. The battle is between ourselves and ourselves. You know, I have a saying that I met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. In other words, if other people said and did to us what we say and do to ourselves, we never tolerate it. We never let people treat us that poorly. And yet, we do it to ourselves. Through our negative self-talk, through our uh, lack of passion, through our reminding ourselves of all of our screw-ups in the past, for worry. You know, what's the old saying about worry? It's paying interest on debt you might not owe. And boy, a lot of people out there paying interest on debt that they don't owe through this thing called worry. Spanish words, preocupado. And so if you hear it, you cannot be worried and fully present in the now moment at the same time. They're two polar opposites. It cannot be day and night at the same time. And so what we want to know is what are we comparing ourselves to? If you think about words, you know, good, bad, right, wrong, better, worse, those are all comparison words, right? Right? Good compared to what? 
Bad compared to what? Right compared to what? Wrong compared to what? Do you hear it? Better or worse compared to what? Right? That's why our wedding vows, uh, I, I commit to these things for, no, for better or for worse. Boy, 90% of people, I'm sure, say those words on the altar when they say, I do. But for most people, six months into it, they found out a lot of people really don't. That, oh, I didn't sign up for that. Well, you know, you said better or worse. <laughs> and again, compared to what, <laughs> right? That's the key. And so when is good enough no longer acceptable? And so today I want to go into that. What is on the other side of good enough? If we're not supposed to compare ourselves to other people, who are we supposed to compare ourselves to? Right? Because we're called to live an examined life. Matter of fact, the Bible even says that if you judge yourself, God has no need to judge you. We're called to live an examined life. We're called to know thyself. We're called to hold our thoughts captive. We're called to transform our thinking. We're called to renew our mind. We're called to walk different, to live different, to think different, to talk different. Compared to what, right? See, this is the key. These are the underlying points. That unless you know what these underlying points are, you can't truly be all you're supposed to be. Unless you truly know what the underlying points are, the presuppositions, then you can never reach the level. Because what will happen is you'll get in defensive mode. Man, there are so many people that I want to help. So many people that I want to help because it's not done in the tone they like or the words they like. Then they push the, 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 the help away. And one thing I always like to tell people is make it easy for people to help you. Make it easy for people to help you. Why? So they can help you. Why do you need help? So that you can be better. So that you can become more. So you can be better today than you were yesterday. Better tomorrow than today. You know what we call that? We call that under construction. In the corporate world, you call it uh, Six Sigma, Lean Manufacturing, Lean Sigma. It's constant and never-ending improvement. And if you believe in constant and never-ending improvement, then you're one of those things that you'll very rarely ever say is good enough. Because at some point, good enough is never acceptable. You want better. You want more. It's creative discontent. It's a stir up. It is the beginning for all dreams and all goals. You got to be stirred up. In other words, you got to want something. You got to want more. And if you're settling for good enough, you're not going to be stirred up. If you're settling for good enough, you just go numb. If you're settling for good enough, things go on autopilot. We put our nose to our grindstone and we just go through. We just survive. And ladies and gentlemen, your life, you are meant to thrive, not survive. You are meant to be the best of the best. You are meant to expand and to expect great things in your life. There's a day on Like It Matters Radio. We're talking about good enough because good enough is no longer good enough. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, 
and I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did and I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, I'm Alyssa with Wellness Radio 1570, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And uh, make sure uh, that you spend an hour a day with us. Uh, uh, It's technically about 48 minutes. And I always tell people, give me 48 minutes. Uh, and I'll give you a better marriage. Give me 48 out, uh, minutes, uh, and I'll give you an opportunity to learn how you work. Give me 48 minutes a day. We call it an hour of power. Why? Because you're worth it. How about this? Because your family's worth it. How about because your country's worth it? How about because your mind is worth it? How about because you are worth it? And ladies and gentlemen, good enough. Now, there was a book out there. I think it was called the... Uh, uh, good is the enemy of great. Good, the enemy of great. And see, when we live this world called good enough, then we stop stretching, we stop pushing, we stop challenging ourselves. That's why a lot of people have quotes around. You know, the quotes kind of stir us up. You know, stir us up to do more, to be more. You know, Mark Twain was, uh, uh, you know, Samuel Clemens. You know, Mark Twain was an American humorist, a great author, 
Not sure he was a, a, a believer in God, which always makes me wonder about someone, the rest of what they say. But I uh, love some of his quotes. You know, he said, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did do. So throw off the bowline, sell away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your cells. How about this? This does not sound like the motto of someone living a life good enough. Uh, explore, dream, discover. Boy, that sounds like a life I want to live, right? How about this one? It's curious. Curious that physical courage should be so common in the world and moral courage so rare. Again, when you live your life like it matters, uh, moral, moral courage is not so rare. He says continuous improvement is, is better than delayed perfection. Isn't that great? Continuous improvement is better than delayed perfection. So true. And how about this one? Will courage uh, you... Will courage you will dare to risk. Have the strength to be compassionate and the wisdom to be humble. Courage is the foundation of integrity. How about this one? I love this one. Life is short. Break the rules. Forgive quickly. Kiss slowly. Love truly. Laugh uncontrollably. And never regret anything that makes you smile. Well, here's one that truly fits into my world. I have never let my schooling interfere with my education. And I love this one because it is so true. Uh, we think the world owes us. He says, the world owes you nothing. It was here first. But uh, can I tell you, I truly believe that we owe the world something. We owe the, our God something. We owe our family something. Uh, we owe our kids something. We owe our spouses something. We owe those that choose to follow us something. And that is to never settle for good enough. Half-hearted. My dad used to call it half a different body part. Your derriere, your posterior. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to get too graphic. I'll get in trouble. But you know what I'm talking about. It's your back end. My dad used to call it half that, uh, the thing that you sit on. But it's really half-hearted. See, we don't want to settle for good enough. Matter of fact, one of my favorite poets uh, is Edgar Guest. He just he actually still rhymes lines. I don't even know if he's still alive. This was written, I think, in 1976. But it said, it's the poem called Good Enough, Good Enough. It says, my son, beware of good enough. It isn't made of sterling stuff. It's something any man can do. It marks the many from the few. It has not merit to the eye. It's something any man can buy. Its name is but a sham and bluff, for it is never truly good enough. With good enough, the shrinkers stop. The, with good enough, the shirkers stop in every factory and shop. With good enough, the failures rest and lose to men who give their best. With good enough, the car breaks down and men fall short of high renown. My son, remember and be wise. In good enough, disaster lies. With good enough have ships been wrecked, the forward march of armies checked, great buildings burned and fortunes lost, nor can the world compute the cost. In life and money it has paid because at good enough men stayed. Who stops at good enough shall find success has left him her far behind. There is no good enough. 
that short, or what you can do and ought, the flaw which many escape the eye and temporarily get by, shall weaken under the strain and wreck the ship or car or train, for this is true of men and stuff, only the best is good enough. See, and you got to understand who you're comparing yourself to. Good enough for what? Good enough for whom? I hear people do this a lot when I'm counseling. Well, you know, at least we're not cheating on each other. Well, at least we're not uh, physically abusing each other. Well, at least we're not. Can I tell you right now, whenever your argument goes to at least we're not, dot, 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 put an ellipse there, you're in the mindset of good enough. You just got to know it. Because the opposite of good enough is extra effort. Right? Makes sense, right? Good enough means you've given enough. You know, I work hard. Boy, you know, I, I spend more time than other people doing this. You know, I, I treat my wife good, whether she treats me good or not. Um, uh, I, I'm always there for my kids, no matter what. You know, I, I'm doing better than most. You see how that is, that, that good enough? Now, the opposite is extra effort. Man, I, I've done pretty good, but, man, I want to do better. You know, I've been an okay spouse, and maybe you ask my wife, she might tell you I've been a bad spouse, but I want to be a great spouse. I think I've worked hard, and I put my kids uh, before my needs. I wanted to give my kids a life that I never dreamed of. You know, I never knew God growing up. I never lived in a Christian home. I was abused physically. Uh, I was around other people that did some things they shouldn't have been doing. So a lot of that stuff, my kids never had to experience that. But I don't want to say I did good enough. I want to be a great parent, not a good parent. I don't want to do a good radio show. I have a tough time listening to my radio show. I was talking to Lee Michaels, a, a friend of mine. He has a show on AM820 there in Minneapolis from 4 to 6 p.m. And, uh, you know, he's pretty hard on me sometimes. I feel sometimes, hey, you could tell me I'm doing a good job every once in a while, not just tell me when I'm doing bad. But Lee wants me to do a great show, and I want to do a great show. So I give him permission to do that because I do want to do a great show. I don't want to do a good show. I believe I'm the next Paul Harvey. It's the rest of the story. I believe God's given me a great gift that I could take sciences and technologies and incorporate them in ways that most people can't. That's what my disciplines are transactional analysis with Dr. Eric Byrne of neuro-linguistic programming with Drs. Milton Erickson of Virginia Satir, multiple intelligences with Dr. Howard Gardner, logotherapy with Dr. Victor Frankel, canine, uh, constant never-ending improvement, Dr. W. Edwards Deming, emotional intelligence, Dr. Dan Goldman. And I am a man of God first and foremost. So as my wife wanted to quote me this morning, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so if you get me talking long enough, you're going to hear some scripture come out of me. And some, some, sometimes I have to apologize. And so we need to focus on giving more, not selling for good enough. It's called extra effort. Matter of fact, we should always be concerned with doing our best, period. Never settling for good enough. Matter of fact, giving all who we are, heart, body, and soul, is the ultimate in the exercise of the potential of the human spirit. Someone once said anything worth doing is worth doing well. And I always use the example, you know, imagine if we had to live with 99.9%. I mean, that's pretty close to 100. 
But if we had to live with 99.9% instead of 100%, here's some information of what we would have. Now, this was from, I probably gleaned this information probably 25 years ago. So it might be a little different. But it really makes the point of showing you what that little difference you know, it can be extraordinary, right? Extraordinary is just that little extra makes it way better than ordinary, right? And that's why we should always be concerned with giving all of everything we have. And then next time, give more. Because if you had to live with 99.9% instead of 100%, just one-tenth of 1% less, here's what you'd have. One hour of unsafe drinking water every month. Two unsafe plane landings per day at Chicago O'Hare Airport. 16,000 pieces of lost mail Every hour, 22,000 checks deducted from the wrong bank account every week, 500 incorrect surgical operations each day, 12 babies given the wrong parents each day, 20,000 incorrect drug prescriptions each year, 800,000 credit cards a year with incorrect information on their magnetic strips. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Giving 100% in our lives starts with our attitudes. It starts with our BS, our belief systems. Think about this. What would happen if every day we committed to give him more today than we did yesterday, right? Each and every day, when we challenge ourselves to be better today than we were yesterday, to take at least one more step on our journey toward our mission, we not only better our lives, but the lives of those around us. Think about this. As much as you give, if you were to give even more, what would the ripple effects be? How many of your kids would join gangs or begin using drugs? Our gift is who we are. Our product is our future. Our country, our communities, our families are worth the extra effort. That's why I I hear people all the time talk about how they give 100%, 100%. Most people have never even given 80%. They have no concept. And so I always like to redefine things because words have value. The right words at the right time will change someone's life. So 100%, let me define it for you, listener. Heart, body, and soul. Because if I take away your heart, I take away your body, and I take away your soul, what's left? Right. Nothing, honey. That's why I follow Jesus Christ, because we celebrate Easter, because Jesus gave it all, and then he rose to bring others with him. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. 
Have you experienced anxiety, fear, shame, and embarrassment from owing back taxes? Hi, I'm Kathy Hill, founder of Tax Tiger. If you happen to have unpaid or unfiled taxes, I'm here to offer you some hope. Tax Tiger can protect you from the IRS, release wage and bank levies, and negotiate awesome settlements. Above all, Tax Tiger is a company which operates based on Christian principles. If you have an IRS problem, call us today at 612-888-9522 for a free consultation. You can trust Tax Tiger to provide an honest evaluation of your situation. If we can save you money, we'll explain how and answer all of your questions so you'll know exactly where you stand. Call Tax Tiger today at 612-888-9522. You could be closer to financial freedom than you think, and you need a tiger on your side. That number again is 612-888-9522 or visit us online at TaxTiger.com. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog. Click the follow button and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, I'm calling you to more. I'm calling you to more. Uh, you know, there's just so much more. None of us will truly know what our potential was until we're on the other side of eternity. I don't even know if we'll know it then. But how do you know what your best is? I hear people say it all the time. Boy, I give my best. I give my best. How do you know? How do you know what that looks like? How do you know what that sounds like? How do you know what that feels like? You know, it's it takes extra effort. That's why we call it being under construction. Working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And that's why we're talking about the opposite of good enough is extra effort. It's creative discontent. It's being stirred up. It's wanting more. It doesn't necessarily mean that what you have is bad. It's just you want it to be better. Not to say you're not satisfied with where you're at, as in complacent, but that you want to give more, to be more, to have more. I will never be happy in my marriage because I want the best marriage possible. I want my wife to desire me. I want to desire my wife. I want to honor her like God honors us. I want to love on her like she deserves to be loved. Uh, And man, I fall short all the time. And sometimes I fall shorter than other times. But in my heart, I truly desire to be all in. And that's what the opposite of good enough is. Good enough is not all in. Good enough is, is making excuses. Good enough is about checking boxes. Good enough is about going through the motions. 
You know, I, I heard about this woman, 35 years old. This article just ripped my soul out. Uh, this was from yesterday, actually. woman who died of cancer at 35 wrote about her life in her obituary. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this. Am I allowed to say the word D-A-M-N on the radio? I think so. But she says, uh, I'll say dang, just in case I'm not supposed to. <laughs> she said dang, but it was the other word. It was good. So a 35-year-old woman who died of cancer earlier this month spent the last moments of her life living it up, and it's all detailed in her obituary, which she wrote. When Bailey Jean Matheson was diagnosed with cancer two years ago, she decided to forego chemotherapy and spend the rest of her time on Earth enjoying what time she had left. She died on April 5th. In her obituary published April 9th, Matheson urged people to not take the small stuff so seriously and live a little. She thanked several people, including her parents, for, quote, letting me live the rest of my life the way I believed it should be. Quote, I know how hard that must have been watching me stop treatment and letting nature take its course, she wrote. I love you both even more for this. Matheson in Canada wrote of being an only child and thanked her friends for being the siblings she never had. I never thought I could love my friends more than I did, but going through this and having your unconditional love and support, you have made something that is normally so hard more bearable and peaceful. To my Brent... Matheson wrote to her boyfriend, whom she met just three months prior to her diagnosis. The couple seemingly met on a dating app, and she told him, you had no idea what you were getting yourself into when you swiped right that day. Quote, I couldn't have asked for a better man to be by my side for all the adventures, appointments, laughs, cries, and breakdowns, she said. You're an amazing person. Anyone in your life is so fortunate to know you. I love you beyond words. Matheson's friend Julie Kerrigan told NBC News Day that Matheson wrote her own obituary because, quote, she said, I don't want to sound like a normal, boring obituary. I want to be a message to everybody I loved. Wow. Her friend said, like a strange blessing in disguise in a way, because most people just go every day and take it for granted. And when you get diagnosed with cancer or something like that, there's no taking it for granted anymore. You just, everything, you just do everything you want to do and say everything you want to say. For her part, Matheson lived a fulfilling life as she wrote in her obituary. 35 years may not seem long, but dang, it was good. I tell you, it gets emotional just reading it. It's intense. It's a lot of people. And you know, why do we got to wait till our marriage is over to start working on it? Why do we got to wait till we lose a child? or the innocence of that child, to then want to start paying attention to our children? Why do we got to wait until we've been told we got cancer? We all got a short time to live, to start living our lives. Why do we got to wait? And that's what this is about, living your life like it matters. It's not selling for good enough. It's not just accepting the status quo. You know, I tell a story a lot because it's so powerful. When I moved to Texas years ago, uh, I was stuck in traffic on the freeway. And I, I barely moved for, uh, it was a while. It was an hour or two, I don't know. You know how when you're stuck on a freeway, five minutes seems like an hour. And so we weren't moving. The freeway was actually shut down, I found out later. And so I checked out what, what happened. And here's what happened. There was this local... Uh, I think it was a radio personality guy. And uh, he had just gotten done with the show. It was the noontime, lunchtime area, you know, 
time frame, if you will. And uh, he was coming home, called his wife and said, uh, uh, you know, let's have lunch, whatever it was. And right in front of him, there was this flatbed truck and there was a uh, forklift sitting on it. And I guess it was sitting too high or it wasn't tied down or anchored down properly. I don't know all the technical details. And so when that semi-truck, driving down the freeway going 70 to 80 miles an hour, uh, went under that overpass, it catapulted the forklift. And it swung through the air, and it squashed that guy. I supposedly killed him instantly. Now, it sounds so strange. And I don't mean it to sound funny, but it does. But how many people do you know that have been killed by a flying forklift? You got my point? When it's time to go, it's time to go. Now, here's the interesting thing, because purposefully, I have not done any research to find out who this guy was or anything after it, and this is just recollecting from years ago, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I know more about how that guy died than how he lived, because I want that message not only to resonate in my heart and soul, but to also resonate in those who listen to me. Because here's the question that should rock your spirit. Will you be more known for how you died? Or will you be more known for how you live? That is such an important question. Will you be more known for how you died or for how you lived? Man, we know there's some great people who have died honorably who have died in ways that they should never die at, but basically, man, they died well. You know, Jesus Christ, you know, when he was being crucified, as we celebrate, you know, the resurrection, but in order to get to the resurrection, he first had to be crucified, and that's what this week is all about. Think about that. Seven things he said on the cross as he's being beaten and tortured and nailed to a cross. And the very first one you need to get this is forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. See, he was all in. There was no bitterness. There was no resentment. He was all in. Nothing could happen to him that he didn't allow. He was all in. He poured himself out. That's what we're talking about. Honestly, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, how many of us are all in in our marriage? Heart, body, and soul. See, that's the definition of 100%. Heart, heart body, and soul. Because if I take away your heart, and I take away your body, and I take away your soul, what's left, leader? That's my point. Nothing. Nothing, honey. Crunch. It's about being all in. So I love this quote I found. Uh, Man, I don't remember who said it. It was a cardinal somebody said it, but it's such a great quote. It says, if all the sleeping folk will wake up, and all the lukewarm folk will fire up, And all the dishonest folk will confess up. And all the disgruntled folk will sweeten up. And the discouraged folk will look up. And all the estranged folk will make up. And all the gossipers will shut up. And all the dry bones will shake up. And all the true soldiers will stand up. And all the church members will pray up. Then you'll have a revival. (laughs) And it's all about being, it's Cardinal Cushing, I think it was, that said that. It's all about being all in. That was what this woman 
who died at 35 years old, Bailey Jean Matheson. She said she wanted to make sure that her last two years, cancer or no cancer, that she was all in. She was all in. And that's what we do in our training. You know, I just got this letter from a guy in Chicago, from Chris Siebritz, who's team uh, 197 in Chicago. It says, hi, Scott. It's been a while since we spoke on the phone, but I wanted to capture what we had discussed in writing. He said, quote, my experience over the few short days that we spent together was quite remarkable. It was though I was able to identify and break down strongholds inside of me that were the size of mountains. There was no chance of or hope of me doing this on my own, especially not in a short space of time of 48 hours. It would have taken years of effort to break down those mountains, one truckload at a time. However, with God's grace and your unique approach, I was able to identify the strongholds and break them down like a mountain swallowed by the earth during an earthquake. The chains, fears, and lies that were holding me back have been ripped apart, and I can now live up to the full potential that God had placed in me. Thank you. I am very grateful to your wife and your team and for your dedication and passion and will pray that your remarkable ministry will touch many more lives going forward. With best regards, Chris Siebritz, Team LIM 197, Chicago. See, ladies and gentlemen, you know why? Because Chris learned what it was like to be all in. All in. Heart, body, and soul. All in. Everything in a forward direction. Just like the samurai warrior, no armor on the back. If you're truly going to live your life like it matters, then good enough is no longer an option. And the opposite of good enough is extra effort. And we call that heart, body, and soul. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions, and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Join our Posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. 
Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, I'm Alyssa with Wellness Radio 1570, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, uh, we're talking about good enough. Why? Because I'm getting ready going to class here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, we will start Team 199 uh, this evening at 5 o'clock. Uh, we'll about the Holiday Inn uh, by DFW South, Holiday Inn DFW South. So on Saturday, which is the 20th, if you want to come out at 3.30 p.m., uh, you'll see, uh, you'll see a, a graduation that will inspire you, that will challenge you. Uh, to be the best version of yourself. And that's why we can't accept good enough, because we don't know what's possible. We don't know what we're capable of unless we get challenged, unless we get pushed. And we need to put ourselves in environments where we learn how powerful we are, where we learn how to overcome, not to be overcome. You know, overcome is one of those weird words. If you think about it, it can have both meanings, right? Overcome could be to prevail over someone, right? To surmount them. Or to overcome one's weaknesses, right, is to prevail over. Or you can be overcome with something, right, to where you can be basically unable to, to deal with it. And so part of being not accepting good enough is overcoming complacency, overcoming our insecurities, overcoming that fear. You know, that's what, you know, one of my favorite stories is George Bernard Shaw, the famous writer, near the end of his life, was asked by a reporter uh, a simple question. He said, George. If you could live your life all over again, and you could be anybody you want to be, but you got to live all over again, and you could pick who you want to be as you lived your life over again, who would it be? He thought about it for a moment. He said, you know what? If I could be anybody I wanted to be, uh, I would be the George Bernard Shaw. I could have been. And what he was talking about living to his full potential, without the fear, without the doubt, without the limiting belief systems, without, uh, you know, uh, settling for good enough. See, a life settling for good enough is equated to how you spent your time. Did you spend your time working to be better, or did you spend your time circling your wagons? Did you spend your time being uncomfortable, or did you spend your time being comfortable? Right? A lot of people don't know this, but we used to believe that the world was flat. And even though Ferdinand Magellan gets credit for being the first one to circumnavigate the globe, I got to tell you, there's a lot of things out there in this world that be sold off as the truth, but they are total bold-faced lies. Ferdinand Magellan did not 
circumnavigate the globe. He had a party. I think it was three or four boats. He had some, a lot of workers, a couple of slaves on the board as well. And it wasn't him. He died. He was killed by some natives uh, in one of his places they stopped. He never made it around. But one in his crew did. And why I bring this up is because during that time when we thought the world was flat, that there was this known world, this known world, right? Uh, and anything outside the known world, if you looked at a map of antiquity, you would see uh, the, the sea serpent. And it would say in Latin, there might be dragons. But some guy got in a ship as part of the crew of Ferdinand Magellan, and they started going. And kept going and 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 going. And I think it was over a year later, he wound up right where he started from. And he realized the world is round. It's not flat. And see, we have three places we can live in. We can live in survival, we can live in success, or we can live in significance. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can sell for good enough and still be in the world's eyes successful. Of course, seller for good enough automatically dictates you're in a survival mechanism. But some people have dumb luck. They just have dumb luck. Some people are in the right place at the right time. It's just honest. I mean, you look at history. Some people are in the right place at the right time and they do something about it and all of a sudden they are called successful in the world's eyes. But if they were so successful, they wouldn't have four and five divorces. If they were so successful, they wouldn't have taken their life. If they were so successful, they wouldn't have done some of the trauma and drama to other people that they've done. So it's all a comparison word. But what we do with our time dictates. Are you covering your butt? Are you uh, insecure? Are you worried about people not seeing any weakness, whatever? And so you're living in this small little comfort zone. That's what I mean by survival. We stay stuck in this comfort zone, our known world. And anything outside that known world, there might be dragons. It's foreign. It's bad. So that's why you got to push your comfort zone. And right outside your comfort zone is fear. But once you function for a while in fear, when you practice, 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 fear goes away. It's false evidence appearing real. But you need practice, practice, practice in an environment that you can overcome fear to realize that the only power it has is the power that you give it. And so you can live in that fear zone and, and not do anything about it. You can live in that comfort zone and you can still equate to what the world might call some success monetarily, maybe business-wise. But significance, you can't live a good enough life and be significant. You just can't. It's impossible. The two are polar opposites. It cannot be day and night at the same time. you got to spend your time wisely. Work on pushing yourself, challenging yourself. And if you can't do it, then go to someone that can help you, like likeitmatters.net. Go to likeitmatters.net. Get in one of my classes. Listen to this radio show. Reach out to me. Let me help you grow and stretch. Imagine there's a bank that credits your account each morning with $86,400. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, it deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during that day. If you had that bank account, what would you do? Well, you draw it every cent, of course. And each of us has such a bank. Its name is time. Every morning, it credits you and I with 86,400 seconds. And every night, it writes off as lost whatever this you and I have failed to invest for good purpose. It carries over no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day it opens a brand new account for you, for me. And each night it burns the remains of the day. 
And we all have the same amount in the day. Whether you talk about Mother Teresa, Jesus Christ, you or I, we all have the same time in a day. 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week. It carries over no balance. Each day, it opens a new account. Each night, it burns the remains of the day. If you fail to use the day's deposits, the loss is yours. There's no going back. There's no drawing against tomorrow. You must live in the present on today's deposits. Invest it to get from it the utmost in health, happiness, success. The clock is running. The time is now. Make the most of today. This is the only chance we have. Yesterday's history. It's a cancel check. Tomorrow's a mystery. We don't even know if we're going to get it. Ah, but today, today is called a present because it's a gift. And we live a significant life. We realize the value of time because time is the rarest of commodities. Everything else can be replaced. You can get a new spouse. You can have more kids. You can get a new lung. You get a new liver. You get a new kidney. You can get a, a, a new hairdo, right? But you can't get more time. When it's spent, it's spent. It's done. Stick a fork in it. Once it's gone, it's gone. It is why it's the rarest of commodities. We each have seen our last days been seen by God already. There's no surprise. There's no emergency meeting of the Trinity. That's why Jesus, when he's on this planet, where uh, the religious leaders attempted to take him a couple times, he says, you can't take me. My time's not now. No one takes my life. I freely give it. He was in absolute control of what he did with his time. See, in order to realize the value of one year, ask a student who fails a grade. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one week, ask the editor of a weekly newspaper. To realize the value of one hour, ask the lovers who are waiting to meet. To realize the value of one minute, ask a person who has missed the train. To realize the value of one second, ask a person who just avoided an accident. To realize the value of one millisecond, ask the person who won a silver medal instead of a gold medal in the Olympics. Leaders, we must treasure our time. Because at the end of our life, we'll be eulogized. And you know what that eulogy will be consist of? What we did with our time. And your time's too precious. Your life's too precious. You were given so many gifts and talents, so many opportunities to make an impact that you don't want to waste it by doing good enough. Because for those of us that follow Jesus Christ, Jesus never accepted good enough. He gave it all. He paid it all so that we might have it all eternally. And this Easter, remember that, that we don't celebrate the death of Jesus Christ, because if he didn't rise, his death had no value. We celebrate the resurrection, because he gave it all. He lived his life like it mattered, and his post-life, resurrection, like we matter. So treasure every moment you have, for you have it for a purpose, and treasure it more because you shared it with someone special enough to spend your time. And remember that time waits for no one. And once it's spent, it's gone. So treat it like the gift that it is. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group.